0: Too many comics episode 138. Uh, Brooks, we've yet to get back on track, but you know, this past Sunday was Super Bowl. That's you know, obviously, people have things going on when that's happening. So sooner or later, we will record on a Sunday. However, uh, happy Tuesday. Well, I moved too. That was also a big yeah, thing. yeah. You moved with Super Bowl. Uh, still in you know, the city you are, but uh, just a new place. That's true. The city where I are. The listeners. That's true. I, I, I didn't like uh,
1: jettison once again across the pond or whatever it is but no that just sucks it was it was easy we'll move from this quickly it was easily the easiest move i have ever made but it's still packing up all your shit and putting it into a new place where you have to once again put it all back on the wall or in a drawer or in a thing and just you know in a drink and a thing especially since uh, you stayed
0: in the same building yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I, 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 I realize. I realize how that
1: could say. But I'm not. I'm not a college kid. I'm a. I'm a fully functioning adult. This is. This is.
0: I understand. I'm saying it's just more annoying to like you're moving all your stuff just like down a flight of stairs.
1: Yeah. Um. But I did. Man, I must have done 100 million laps on those stairs. Woo-wee.
0: I bet. Hope you're wearing your watch. Get credit, yeah, credit for those steps. That,
1: that's the most important thing. So anyway, so 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 we're, we're talking again. So let's, 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 let's just dive right in here. So obviously this is big news to me. Uh, Legion Season 2 announced April, which is what little bit before you know it, right? Yeah. Will you become current by then?
0: Uh, I believe so, yeah. I think I'll make it a point to do that. I finished, I didn't put this in the notes, but I can, now's a good time to talk about it. I finished Punisher since the last time we talked. So uh, I'm making my way through all these shows. Making your way in the shows today. Have you watched any of that yet? Um, I mean, like two. Okay.
1: There's, it's, just, it's just a lot going on. Yeah,
0: I, I get it. There's a, too many of a lot of things.
1: Do you want to hear how spoiled I am as a consumer of, of, of digital goods is that I have a DVR, and when I move, they gave me a new cable box and cleared out my cable. I have a new cable box. I don't have the old recordings, whatever they would be. Um, And I'm like, what was I recording again? That's how lazy. Like, what do I what do I record and don't watch again? What now? No. I mean, I'm never going to see Snowpiercer. I swear <laughs> to God, I keep recording. <laughs> I just can't do it. I think you could sounds- skip that
0: one. It'll be fine.
1: Really? Because they're making it a TV show, too, I
0: think. Oh, everything's a TV show.
1: Uh, well, anywho. Okay, so... Legion Season 2, I'm excited. That's a fantastic show. Very well made. We did read Legion number 1 as a book last week. So, you know, uh, I guess it's like somebody with an eye for marketing is is making these things concurrent. But anyway.
0: Good for them. Yeah, that's what they should do.
1: Good for them. What else?
0: Uh, I've got this little story in there that we. So you and I both are Comixology Unlimited subscribers, and we mention that quite frequently. You know, it's an easy what is it, like 6 bucks a month now, and you get you know access to plenty of books, a lot of Volume 1s, um, even Marvel's in there now. Uh, since we last talked, Comixology has added uh, exclusive discounts for members. So in the past, they would always, I think maybe weekly or every two weeks, you get a coupon sent to you for being a member, which I usually always take advantage of. And then nowadays, uh, you get exclusive discounts on... Um ten percent basically across the board for action boom, dynamite, humanoids, IDW, image, seven Cs, Xenoscope, and fifteen percent off Marvel books. Let me say something. I don't think I get those coupons. Really? You need to check but your also, email.
1: But also, I don't think I ever got charged.
0: I thought that was a, that was a mm, I didn't get charged for like a year. So maybe maybe you haven't hit your free year yet.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm like, I don't know about these coupons of yours. If anything, I'm always like uh like uh peeping on what's free now what's the you know what's the yeah. what which and there's a, and there's typically some good stuff I mean, i've started reading that book uh rachel rising i've always been curious about it and now i'm reading it
0: okay but well next, next time i get I'm... one of those emails i'll forward it your way and see if you get it as well uh, but what the it's usually is? like a five dollars off fifteen dollars spent or uh you know a flash sale for marvel books or some sort of nonsense
1: okay well there you go
0: so mm-hmm. who knows so we've got uh, a lot of news broke this past week finally about Bendis's move over to d c and I bring this up and and follow up only because we you know we talked a little bit about this whenever it was first announced. for some reason, this was a Forbes exclusive. I don't know why Forbes. It must be the DC Warner Brothers connection, perhaps.
1: I mean, can you cover collusion in Russia all the time? Well,
0: Mark Hughes, the contributor, his bio says, I write about films, especially superhero films in Hollywood. Okay. So no collusion (laughs) in Russia. Okay. So Bendis joined DC. He will be taking over writing duties on DC's monthly Superman and Action Comics titles, in addition, DC will re-release Bendis' acclaimed creator-owned Jinx World comics and publish new content from him as well. So he's taken over the main book. I would consider Superman and Action Comics their main books.
1: I'm just not going to read it, though. I'm sorry. I just I, there's I just don't have the time for it.
0: Yeah, so, but I, and I you know I don't think I've ever really read Superman or Action Comics. You know, more power to Bendis. I'm sure DC's DC readers are going to love him. I would have could have perhaps been interested if he touched a Batman title, but I believe Tom King is still writing Batman. So, you know, that's in good hands. So yeah, you could do a lot worse than that. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think it's, uh, you know, good for DC. We, we most likely won't be reading it simply because of, uh, our taste in books, but, um, you know, that's what it will be up to.
1: Well, cause there's too many comics, man.
0: But that's what I'm saying.
1: It's difficult now with the theme song. It's, it's not, it's not the same. Yeah. I
0: gotta get the drops going.
1: Yeah. I get the get with the drops. <laughs> Get with so the
0: drops. this week, we did not have any new number ones that caught our eye. Uh, so as we've done in the past, we recommended something to each other. And uh, so, I mean, I'll just kick it off here. You had me read Sheltered. Um, I was only supposed to read issue one, but volume one was on Comicsology Unlimited, so I, of course... Read all of Volume One. Did, I, did my dude. I
1: was that was my next question? Did you read the one, or did you stick with the volume? So I so, stuck
0: with it. It's a it's a very good book. I, they do they do a great job of that first issue. When I was reading it, um, you know, when they the, when the kids start killing people, and I don't want to like spoil. I mean, this a, it's a spoiler alert. So you know, the the kids start killing off their parents, and as I was reading, I was like did I miss a page? Like why, why are they killing them? What's happening? Cause they don't fully answer that in the first issue. And they did a good job of doing that as I went like back through to make sure I didn't miss anything or that I wasn't preoccupied while reading, you know, they, they do a great job of introducing these characters, setting the stage a little bit and then instantly, you know, something big starts happening and you're not fully given the reason why. So there, it's very enticing to read the second issue. Uh, and then as you just keep going, I mean, it's just a wonderfully told story uh, some great characters, great art. It's, it's well put together. Um, volume one down, and I will uh, finish it up very soon. The whole thing? Yeah, for sure. That's a, well, you said it was two. Is it two books?
1: And uh, I think it's like twelve or ten total okay. books. Yeah, uh, easily yeah, Finish that. I mean, I thought you'd like this. I mean, it does blend the whole. I know you're you're like a, you're a teen book lover, and I don't mean to make you a person of interest, but but you are. Um and and just the the pacing and and really the whole narrative and I, this is not a spoil for you but it, this does not cover weeks and months this is probably two three four days total mm-hmm. and it, and the pacing was really really great I, I like the art as well um yeah and I used to talk to um, Ed Brisson on Twitter a lot when this was first out because it, it, he was nobody back then oh, but-
0: <laughs> and we were somebody.
1: Well, I mean, the main thing is he was nobody. That's the main thing. He would talk to anybody. But now, <laughs> uh, we're still nobody. And he <laughs> he is uh, has had more and more and more uh, Marvel books uh, in particular uh, in his uh, portfolio. So, you know, good for him. I approve. Well, there you go.
0: I finally read something, so uh, you're welcome.
1: Well, you know what? That's That's all I ever wanted. That's all I ever wanted. And for um, you... Okay, so I got to pull. I mean, I I see this in your right to pull up the creative team just so I can pronounce it properly. So you made me read uh, Young Avengers number one, 2013 edition, right? Because this this book has come back a few different times. Yeah, it's been around. And uh, this was done by Kieran Gillen and Jamie McKelvey. How do you even say it?
0: (laughs) Usually it's on me screwing up names. And uh, I I don't know how to pronounce it either, but. Perfectly Which
1: honest. is the creative team behind *The Wicked* and *The Divine*? And I think having that lens over my reading eyes, it just read like one of those books, doesn't it, really, it? Yes, it really, really did. So, so this picks up, and I didn't. I mean, I knew enough about this this book and these characters and the creators as well, where it didn't feel uh, so abstract to me. We, we we meet, you know, Kate Bishop, who's You know, had a little, uh, had a good time, and then we see a little more with uh, uh, Wiccan and Hulkling, uh, who are a gay couple, Uh, and and that and that whole bit it just read so much like the Wiccan and the Divine that I would just, I mean, well, and it's difficult to actually to me didn't even feel like an Avengers book at all,
0: hardly. Yeah, it doesn't at all. This, This is true.
1: Uh, that if you're a fan of Wicked and Divine, and I think it's it, it, it's not for everybody, but it certainly has a, a particular flavor. This book is right up your alley. So I think I would even consider uh, reading some more. And, you know, again, because this book is, what is it, eight years old, seven you, years old? Yeah, You had
0: mentioned maybe reading some of it. Was it striking any... Familiarity I, as you were going through it or was it a different young Avengers you had read? It
1: was it was a different one. It was okay. not this one. It was not this one. I, I think it was one that either happened I mean I I feel like I have it in print even. I mean even if I did get this book, I don't think I ever read it. I think I just I think I heard it a good buzz, and that's why I picked it up. But uh, I did not read this.
0: It uh I mean you'd you'd most likely would, would blow through it. I think it was only three trades, so it's maybe sixteen, eighteen issues, something like that. Uh, it's probably 6'12. I'm, uh, I'm looking at it now, actually. It might be only be 15. I mean, you'd blow right through it. It, it reads very quickly. Uh, and you know their style already. Um, you know, it, it carries that same sort of flow, just like Wicked Divine does. It's, yeah, it's very yeah. well put together.
1: It's uh, very sexy. Yeah, of course. Psycho- that's Psychosexual.
0: Their, <laughs> that's, that's their MO.
1: Psychosexual. You know what, though? I definitely uh, for sure got the Young Avengers edition that was the first uh, appearance of Kate Bishop that I keep waiting on to be. Something, like where is where is the value in that book? Where?
0: Uh, it's waiting on her to have a TV show or show up in the MCU.
1: Well, I mean, she got her own book. My God, I mean, don't you think she is so, <laughs> so undervalued? Literally, and also just just well, literally to me. Yeah, I invested, I invested in that book.
0: Well, I'm I'm saying it it takes things like a TV show or something to uh, to make it make the bring the value. You know this.
1: Okay. Well, even so. By the way, speaking of a book that will have no value, but, we'll sh- but it should be good, what's happening next week?
0: Uh, we are reading the debut of the new Kick Ass. This is Kick Ass number one, Mark Miller and John Romita Jr., uh, still being published by Image Comics. Uh, this is Kick Ass is back, ready to wipe out the city's criminal low lives, destroy its gangs, and save its communities from decay. But there's a new face beneath the old mask, a new figure wearing that famous green and yellow spandex. Who is this new vigilante superhero? Who can fill Dave Lazuski's shoes? Who is the new kickass? Find out in the first issue of this new ongoing monthly series. Comic Book Legends Mark Miller and John Romita Jr. reunite for the next chapter of the greatest superhero comic of all time.
1: Okay, you know, again, the only reason I mentioned that it was not going to be worth any money is that everyone's going to buy this. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, so, so that that's I think it's going to be well told.
0: There will be but... a lot of prints. I'm sure it'll be well put together. You know, and this is more so of a just to see what they're doing with it. I mean, Kickass was, you know, it was obviously super popular for Mark it turn into two movies, spun off Hit Girl. Um, you know, it's no surprise that they want to keep it going with something else and it'll just be interesting to see you know, how they make that happen, what the new character is like, is there a new hit girl, a a new that type of character? Um, you know, I don't know if I'll end up reading the whole thing or not, but it, it's it's you know, I've invested enough in this kick ass storyline to, to want to see what they do with it. Well, there you go.
1: What else did you read this week?
0: So I got two Defenders number nine. Um, the more that I read this now is the, the sadder I get that it's about to end. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah.
1: It's, it's been a very solid book for sure. God,
0: it's, you know, it's so well drawn. It's so well colored. The story is fantastic. Uh, Deadpool has made his way out of the book, which is, you know, a double Definitely. thumbs up from me and, and most likely you, you know, we get a lot of story progressing here, a lot of fighting, um, this book has, this book has everything. I mean, if you have, you know, and it's, it's the perfect, I feel springboard of people who have got into the Netflix shows. I mean, you've got the same characters in the same type of setting they're all together. You even got, you've got Electra showing up Kingpins around Diamondback. It's all the familiar names. Uh, this book has come out at a, at a perfect time as, as the defenders came out and, and these shows are kicking off in the second and third seasons. Uh, you know, with the perfect creative team to make it happen, and uh, you know, I, I've loved every uh, every issue of this book. I think
1: every damn minute.
0: It's been great. I'm sorry, I mean, I I make also, no excuses. All
1: right, so and I am so sorry because I, I, I read this first. Uh, what happened in this book again? I realized that like Black Cats flip flopped once again, and there's a lot of women characters came together to to do the thing. Where well, yes. are we? I have forgotten. I'm sorry. And it's I mean it's so good I forgot.
0: Uh so Hammerhead shows up at the end.
1: But he's like dumb now cuz he got shot in the head.
0: Yeah. And the Hood is the new Kingpin to be concluded. Okay. Uh, so basically what they thought was going on isn't what's going on. And now this whole cast of it's not just the Defenders now. And now you've got you know the where what, what are Colleen Wing and Misty called together Daughters of the Dragon i think so yeah you've got them together it's um what's her face uh spider woman um you know there's a a large cast here that's come together to uh conclude this book out and you know i'm excited to see it
1: yeah shit's getting real uh so real you guys best uh wake up and smell the coffee All right, and uh, so related to this book, you also read...
0: Uh, Jessica Jones, number 16. Uh, This is still the storyline of The Return of the Purple Man. Uh, uh, Still a very good issue. It's, you know, the Jessica Jones TV show was my favorite of those those Netflix shows. It was a good one. Loved this, you know, the initial Jessica Jones run. I have been enjoying this one. You know, uh, very much. Even more so with this, as this purple man story is progressing, because it is such a psychological twist. I mean, you could read this book and think that you know nothing really happens. I mean, it's like she has a conversation with the purple man as he's consumed other people, and she talks to herself. But it, like the the suspense of this conversation playing out is like is fantastic. It's he he's such a Great villain in that sense that he's just got, you know, it's just a control over a certain character um, without really having to do anything. I mean, he's not a physical presence. He's not intimidating in that sense. He's not beating up on people. Um, Just like the mind tricks are are what uh, essentially is is something like the the psychological thrillers are are a type of genre that that I've always enjoyed. And this, this book really plays that up, especially when he's around. Cool. Okay. Well, I'm behind, but uh, and this right, issue well, was uh, still Bendis. I, I forget what it, what number he tails off.
1: Yeah, you know, it just he's so goddamn talented. I
0: know, and but we're not going to read his new books. <laughs> uh, sorry. <laughs> and I've got this in the weekly news, but I it was part of um, Defenders, which I forgot to mention was. And I don't know if you were aware of this. I mean, I haven't read a whole lot of Bendis to really. Know all about this gag that he's been had having his entire marvel career of any every time that he has a scene in a police station there's at least one crazy person were you aware of this?
1: Yes, I was not aware of it, but I did read the article. I did see it happen,
0: okay, and uh the crazy person in Defenders Nine was him, so there you go, kudos to dropping yourself in there yeah that's right, so meta. So, and then the last thing I got to was image plus number six Images magazine that they put out. Uh, I always bring that up bring this up when I get to it uh simply because we you know we read the debut reviews here and, and this one details stuff that's about to come our way uh, so we've got a couple um that I think we will most likely try to read when they pop this way there's one I'm trying to re- get to the name of it so um. There was a big cover story about Fear Agent. I know you're a big Remender fan. I I forgot if you'd ever read Fear Agent. Does he have like a he has like a new thing coming out for
1: it? I did. I did not read Fear Agent. That's oh, okay. like one the, that's one of the few. Okay.
0: Um, there's a book coming with um, Brendan Fletcher and Carl Kerschel. Uh, they they are this book called I I S O L A and this they are the creators behind Gotham Academy which I read for a long time. Uh, they work very well together. I'm, I'm very interested to see this book come out. Um, There's a big interview with Scott Snyder about uh, witches coming back. Um, lots of good stuff in this. Uh, this book, you know, the magazine's only a buck ninety nine, with a lot of creator interviews that you typically don't find online. Uh, and sometimes the previews are, you know, seven to eight pages as opposed to maybe like the two or three that you'll get from blogs. Uh, it, it's definitely worth the investment to, to check out and uh, be up on things before they come out.
1: Well, all right, then. I don't need to read it because you do. No, so yeah, that's fine. Okay, that's fine. All right, so I got into uh, Phoenix Resurrection number 5. This is the thrilling conclusion of the adult Jean Grey's reintroduction into the Marvel Universe. Uh, Matthew Rosenberg did this. I'm glad that the character's back because it's been like 15 years and she was really, truly back. We've had teen Jean Grey for for several years now who was written by brian michael bendis but i <laughs> uh, but uh, it, you know uh, l- l- where do we go from here let's just l- let's l- let's kick it off i think that the series as a whole was just okay but for the fact that you know if you're a long time reader of the x-men there's a certain amount of nostalgia that you have you baked into to the whole delivery of it uh, i read I animosity number 12 and i know i'm as shocked as anyone that i'm still reading this is it uh, still
0: good like what is
1: uh, why do I still read? It? I'm not. It, it's not. That it's not well done. It's just.
0: And is this the original? Because it's broken off a few times, right?
1: It, there is there is one spinoff that that does its own thing. It, Margaret Bennett does it, it. You know, I. It's just. It, it's. I don't know. I. I don't know why I read it. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna lie. But it, but it's it's well drawn. I, I think each individual issue is is. Uh, salient i guess but uh i don't know so i've got to just figure out how to turn off certain books in my subscription anyway (laughs) i'm just kidding i've read old man Logan number 34 speaking of ed brisson um you know look uh the run that jeff lemire and andrea sorrentino did of this to me was very very good and in fact it was also started by brian michael bennis that's right so uh jeez i, I he's like, this that makes it all the more annoying so this book was it was gonna have a very hard time holding up so when you swap out the writer and the artist uh mike deodato jr is doing the art it it's just not it's just so different than what it used to be and i told you before i get so sick of um an old man logan trope is always my hitting factory ain't what it used to be. That, that's what we, we get that every fucking book. Then t- t- stop being so cut up. <laughs> so, <laughs> so so that was that. And then I read Tales of Suspense number 101. And I like this book for a number of reasons. One, it is Matthew Rosenberg, uh, who, who is a good um, up-and-comer, if not already kind of here writer of today. Treble Foreman, who did the art of um, Jeff Lemire's, here we go, his Animal Man book from a few years back. And that book was brilliant. Um, I'm, doing, I'm putting this book together. Um, it is the, uh, the search for possibly uh, Black Widow who was killed during Secret Empire. But is she still alive? And I, So I, I've enjoyed it very much. I, I'm, I'm surprised you don't read it as much as you care for uh, Winter Soldier, Hawkeye, and Black Widow. Uh, but that's who's starring in this. It's great.
0: Well, maybe I'll take a look then.
1: It, 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 I mean, in the art in particular, is also it's wonderful. So I like it.
0: Cool. Well, I think you did a good job this week.
1: I don't need this from you. <laughs> uh,
0: we had a couple couple trailers drop within the last week. So so first off, you know, let's run through um, some movie news. We've got Ant Man and the Wasp official trailer finally hit. Uh, Do you have a chance trailer. to check this out? Are you are you excited for this?
1: I like I, I saw it. It was a rather short for a trailer, but yeah. Uh, I mean, and they also this has been also widely covered. We didn't hear it here first, folks. Is that they immediately addressed why the Wasp was not involved in Civil War? He just didn't ask her.
0: A <laughs> <laughs> uh, good job by that. And I kept forgetting that this is coming out. Uh, uh, it opens July sixth, so we've got. Black Panther next week, Infinity War May, Ant-Man and the Wasp July. So, you know, with the next what is that 5 months? Marvel's got 3 movies coming, so, you know, get the hype train rolling.
1: Got to pump it out.
0: Mhm. Uh during the Super Bowl, we got the teaser for Solo, the the next uh movie in the Star Wars franchise. So, you know, what were your thoughts on this?
1: I mean, I like I mean, I'm a Star Wars fan, so naturally I'm into it, but you know i think that because there has been so many other reports about reshoots and change ups and so and sos um, i'm going to i'm going to be in till i'm out I, I think that you know when i first heard about all of the in general spin offs happening i naturally rolled my eyes cuz that's how i do but i loved rogue one so if they can bring around a, a similar a similar addition to the franchise at large i'm i'm cool so uh, i mean for ninety seconds, that's pretty good to me. And where
0: does where is this supposed to reside in the timeline?
1: Well, I mean, obviously he's much younger, right? So, but,
0: but I mean, I think, for someone who doesn't know like the first three movies as well, okay. like, is it is it supposed to be like a even a prequel to those? Is it?
1: Well, yes, I, I think. It, it, and again, I don't know. That much, because I haven't seen it, Alan. But I uh, I think we, we, by virtue of Donald Glover, is going to be playing Lando Calrissian, who showed up in Empire Strikes Back. So I think we'll probably get a little more intel on how the two of them became acquainted prior to the first film that came out in 1977, which is Star Wars A New Hope. That's, that's my guess.
0: Okay. An educated and, guess, though. Another thing that caught me off guard with this when I, when I watched the teaser is that I was completely unaware that this was coming out when it is. So all of these Star Wars movies and i'm looking at the uh the google knowledge graph of these so last jedi was december 15th 2017 the next star wars is december 20th 2019 rogue one was december 10th 2016 i thought it was like a december christmas thing yearly that they were doing with these but this comes out may 25th 2018 so you know if you're the i mean i, I get it you know everyone that's super into star wars obviously knows when this comes out and is already highly anticipating it but if you're just you know, I was just a casual moviegoer of, of these and was expecting it to be another another December type thing. But uh, be on high alert as the hype train will be in the midst of Infinity War as well. So, lots happening in May.
1: Whoop-de-doo.
0: I wonder why, though, that they wouldn't keep doing a December thing. Seems odd.
1: Well, maybe because they're trying to pump this shit out of hardcore.
0: <laughs> and other Star Wars news, they announced today that the creators of the, um, what's it called? Game of Thrones, yeah, Game of Thrones. Uh, Those two are going to produce a new series of Star Wars films. In addition to what, what's his face, uh, Ryan Johnson's going to be doing?
1: Uh, I also saw a story that we won't read here that Star Wars fans are being fatigued. So, and I I did see that
0: they are spinning off some TV shows for the new Disney streaming service.
1: I, I'm I listen. Obviously, Game of Thrones, which you don't watch, is is pretty fantastic, and, and what they've been able to create by way of just a very solid serialized show, where people are just just so invested in characters and developments and whatever. I mean, I suppose they went for the crim de la crime here, but I just just slow it, just be slow down, slow down.
0: Yeah, they've had, down. they've got a good thing going right now.
1: Yeah, but everyone slow down. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, cause, like, I, mean I, I
0: you and I both enjoy
1: an, a good ending. So I'm like, I wanted to be done with this. <laughs> but, you, <laughs> but you keep making more of them. I'm not made of stone. I mean, I, I I I could not get to The Last Jedi fast enough. So, you know, I guess I'll see you at the movies.
0: Um yeah. One last thing I've I've thrown in here uh, late because I simply forgot to, but I I found very interesting when I read it. And I don't know if you got a chance to check it out on comic book resources this week, 20 actors you never knew were up for a Marvel Cinematic Universe role. Um, I want to run through a few of these just to get your thoughts on them because I love this type of stuff. I I love when, uh, you know, Howard Stern will usually have big time actors on for, you know, an hour, hour and a half interviews. And I love when they open up about roles that they didn't get Uh, that they really wanted, that type of stuff. So we, and going back now that the MCU is as old as it is and these characters are cemented in our brains, uh, things like Timothy Oliphant uh, read for Iron Man. Okay. Was obviously beat out by probably a better choice, Robert Downey Jr. Uh, Dominic Cooper, who now plays Preacher, uh, tried out for Zachary Levi's character in uh, the Thor movies. David Tennant was potentially up for the voice of Rocket Raccoon okay uh joel Kinneman, uh who we know from from the killing who's done suicide squad that type of stuff was up for thor himself Re- i don't see that yeah me neither uh there are a lot of jessica alba for black widow i could see that so she was reportedly in on it um very early um even though the uh the fantastic four stuff so they were going to bring over everybody from from fantastic four Uh, Charlie Cox. Except for
1: whoever whoever played Mr. Fantastic. Where is that guy?
0: (laughs) Uh, Charlie Cox, known now as Daredevil on the Netflix series, was up for Loki. Michael B. Jordan was up for Falcon. And, of course, he's now going to be uh, in Black Panther next week. Uh, Michael Rosenbaum was up for uh, Star-Lord.
1: Okay. okay. And uh, whatever happened to him? Where is Lex from Smallville?
0: I don't know. Uh, Rachel Nichols was up for Gamora.
1: What, what, what what's she from?
0: Uh, Rachel Nichols. Alias. I got nothing. Okay. Um, some other randos here. Kira Knightley was potentially up for Peggy Carter.
1: I thought that would be like a, like a, I guess she's not doing much else, but I thought she was going to be a, a bigger star.
0: But uh, that's. Yeah, right? She was like the, the hot thing for a while there. Yeah. Um Lindsay Lohan, Black Widow. No
1: way. Because the smoking.
0: <laughs> Nicholas Cage, Tony Stark. No thanks. No, no, no. Uh and the the number one they have on here is Emma Stone as the wasp.
1: Sure. Which did which went Stacey. to
0: Evangeline Lilly.
1: Well I sure, with went Stacey.
0: Well just got Alba had already done. A movie as well. So, anyways, well, I, I find that stuff super, uh, very interesting and love to envision those people as those characters now.
1: Well, I do love good, uh, good casting news. So, yes, I think uh, ultimately the right decisions were made by the powers that be. So, I would agree. yes, there you go. Well, we are semi back on schedule and we promise this every week. We'll see what happens next now, I guess.
0: <laughs> Thanks for sticking around, everybody. Too many comics.com. Hit us up. Too many comics in my home by six